0: It really doesn't matter about that as much it does about this, because if this part of your life is the way you want it to be, your whole life will be the way you want it to be because it's the now and we're living now.
1: Wait, should we record this? Should we record this? Blessings and blessings, beautiful beings. And thanks for tuning in to another episode of wait. Should we record this? I'm Sydney. I'm Chloe, and today we have a super special guest. Woo-hoo. My dad, Jimmy <sighs> D, is Jimmy with D us.
2: Jimmy D is in the house. And he
1: used to be a radio personnel, so I think he will be like expert in this podcast domain. Oh, nice. Um, dad, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: Well, starting with that, when you say I was a radio Uh, Personnel, I was really more involved in the business end and managing. (laughs) However, I did do (laughs) for fun on late Saturday nights, which is the time zone that most announcers do not want to do. (laughs) I uh, had a little show where I, in those days, we spun vinyl. Whoa. (laughs) And so uh, I, I was that kind of DJ on Saturday and Sunday nights and, and a call-in show. But anyhow, uh, that was in my time in Hawaii, uh, on the Island of Hawaii. And, uh, in fact, we were playing Hawaiian music just before we opened up the show here, but Sydney (laughs) thought it would be too distracting to have that.
1: (laughs) He was like, oh, we should have this in the background. And I was like, I love the sentiment, but be (laughs) our audio is already tricky. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I don't know. um, I'm 75 years old. So (laughs) again, when you say tell us a little about yourself, (laughs) there's a lot to tell you. So I don't really quite know where you would like to begin, Um, you know.
1: Okay. well, we can just dive right in to our topic. So. Uh today we wanted to talk about the concept of time this is something I have been giving a lot of thought to I think time is so interesting just how like in terms of currency and how we value time and our perception of time and my personal perception of time is shifting and changing and I'm just realizing like how precious Time is and you've made some comments to me in the last few weeks here that have just like really struck me regarding time. And I think you now being 75, you know, and being a well-seasoned human being, have a really interesting (laughs) perspective on time. Um, so that's what we want to discuss today. And I don't know if you want to share your infamous quote or if you want me to, but I think
0: I think I like the way you did it.
1: Okay. Well, my dad always gives this quote um, which I appreciate and it goes the past is history tomorrow is a mystery and today is a gift that's why it's called the present and I think that's such an interesting sentiment and I've also heard um, like when people are feeling like anxious they're like caught up in the future when feel- people are feeling depressed they're caught up in the pra- in the past and when people are content they're present in the moment and I think that quote is like such an interesting perspective on it because it's true it's like yesterday is history that's done it's happened and like you can worry about it all you want but it's not going to change it I and we'll get into this later but I'm a very future forward person and spend a lot of time thinking and planning for the future and like setting big goals which I think is great however um, sometimes I can be a little too future forward I think. But the future is a mystery and that is its own concept, but today is a gift. And it's, I think, really important to cherish each day because they're so precious and pretty limited, to be honest.
0: That's true. Yeah. Uh, first of all, that quote is, it comes from Eleanor Roosevelt. She said it in so many words. That wasn't exactly the way she said it, but. That's close enough. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> but uh, so I don't want to give the idea that I'm the originator of that. That's quite I'm... a
2: good quote, Jimmy.
0: <laughs> and uh, speaking of uh, being future forward and living in the future or living in the past is an interesting concept. And there's a, an author named Eckhart Tolle who had a best New York. Uh, Times bestseller called uh, Living in the Now. Mm. And his whole premise was that the only thing that really matters is what's happening right now. Because anything that happened before this part, before now, is gone. It's it's already a memory. Mm. And you can't touch it. You can't pull it back. And say, I'm going to keep this memory close to me. And then
3: <laughs>
0: also the future thoughts, you know, which haven't, some say, have already happened. We just have to realize that. Uh, but it really doesn't matter about that as much as it does about this. Because if this part of your life is the way you want it to be, your whole life will be the way you want it to be because it's the now and we're living now. Well, that's the past already. Here's the now. And this continuum goes on and, you know, time. I mean, what is it that we live in a, uh, they say what a three-dimensional world? There's space, time, and what gravity are those? I'm not sure what- I don't know. (laughs) Well, nonetheless the vastness of space is just mind-boggling and every time I turn around when they say all oh, the Hubble telescope now has seen farther in space than ever in history and it's like gazillion light years yeah. from now okay which and,
1: is insane this yeah I know I mean
0: I just I mean even when I think you know well 75 years uh, I look back at those years and I comprehend that mm-hmm. but you know, a 1,000 years? I mean, as far as that goes, 200 years? Can you comprehend that? You know, what's that time. And your time, you're what, uh, somewhere close to 30, maybe? Yeah,
2: pushing 30. Yes, we are.
0: (laughs) So so for 30-ish, three decades, you have comprehension of. But can you imagine, you know, 100 decades? No. You know. I have
1: a hard time. Imagining the next
0: decade. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, and so it, it's a strange thing about the time factor, and that's why maybe leaping forward to the future isn't such a great thing.
2: Yeah,
0: you're missing the present. Totally.
3: Yeah,
0: that's why they call it the gift. <laughs> the yeah, and um, I, I don't know when I think of that about time. It leads me to think the next thought, well, when did time begin? You know, there's what uh, archaeologists say time began at this period mm-hmm. you know, some time BC sure, or sure, And I have no comprehension of that. No. And how do we know that? How that it- yes, agree. And there are other uh, archaeologists that say that there were civilizations before, even those that there was another uh master civilization on the planet yeah it was more advanced than the one that's here now
3: yeah that's wild you know,
0: and it's you know of course we have no real proof i mean we can't reach out and touch it or <laughs> smell it or taste it so you know we don't know for sure but you know there are those Hypothesis out there.
1: Yeah. Well, and such an arbitrary thing. And then you even have to think like we have a cycle of time, you know, like 60 seconds make up a minute, 24 hours make up a day, 365 days make up a year. But it's even like that is so arbitrary in how we measure time. It's like, yeah. where did this concept come up? And like, well, we'll get into this a little later too, because this is a question I have. But like we have a way of measuring time while we're earthside, but then it's like what about when we die then what happens at time continuum
2: yeah who knows i feel like i have the same issue with like the space dimension of thinking about outer space and thinking about how can you have infinite space and how do you if like you said jimmy if you can't touch it if you can't see it how do you even like the human brain can't comprehend In expanding infinite space the same way we can't comprehend a time scale of like millennia and billions of years and all those things just orders of magnitude too high for us to even consider like it's so abstract like you said Sid and yeah it is interesting to like even just thinking back um a few decades or a hundred years like I cannot imagine that even a short time I can't even think like that backwards and then thinking forwards, thinking 40 years in the, in the future, like more a time and a half of our lifetime ahead. I couldn't imagine like, and it's, it's really cool to get to talk to you too, Jimmy. And I'm excited to hear more about your life and how your perception of time has changed throughout your life. Because I feel like as you get, like, if you think about a lifespan of say a hundred years, just for the sake of this kind of conversation then when you're one and you have one year and two and you're now two years half of your life has passed in a year so that year feels huge you have huge milestones you're going through so many changes it's half of your entire life a year is huge and then when you get up to 75 you know one year is now a fraction of your life at its full scale and it feels smaller and it's just weird how it kind of changes and i think it's all so relative it's relative to your life to your experience and and all that but it is just funky I, I wonder jimmy how you've experienced like almost the rate of change of time or the rate of passing of time how has that differed throughout your life
0: as as um i've experienced more time mm. the time seems shorter mm. So, the year you were talking about mm-hmm. uh, if we're saying the twelve month calendar sure. uh here we are in November it all last January when we were celebrating new year's, yeah, like that wasn't that last week, right I mean, It's that <laughs> kind of feeling yeah, uh, and I uh, noticed that uh when I was twenty eight mhm friends and my peers at that time were all saying oh we're all 28 we're going to be over 30 pretty soon you know was the big thing well you know your metabolism slows down <laughs> this, that and the other and you start you know putting on weight and there were all these people were saying things like that yeah,
1: yeah. that's us here chloe <laughs> and right. and
0: all uh right. and so um, but 28 was my favorite year if was it uh, go back and live another year of my life that was my favorite because one I discovered Kauai yeah but more importantly I discovered myself
3: oh
0: I had I I wouldn't have called it a spiritual experience but I went to Kauai and uh, lived really lived on the island Mm -hmm. I mean I went there with uh, for about three weeks and I camped all over the island. Mm-hmm. I did do the resort thing. This was before my resort thing. I mean, now, like, <laughs> uh, give me a, you know, a thousand thread sheet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Give okay. me a pina colada. But then yeah. uh, I just really kind of dug in and got to know the people there. Yeah. And, and the lifestyle and, and what Hawaii really was about. Mm -hmm. You know, not so much the touristy, commercial side. Right, right. So it was just a really good awakening for me.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And uh, so uh, as I progressed on that part and became 30, I noticed time was starting to speed up.
2: Yeah, that's scary.
0: That time I was 30, I had a friend that was 80. old, And I thought, Oh, she is ancient. You know? <laughs> when I was 28, you know, yeah. she's 80. And she was just really frank. And she used to say, she was from Chicago mm. and real old school. And she used to say to me, Child, let me tell you. <laughs> and I mean, this is the way she taught. And she says, It isn't getting up in the morning that's so hard, it's getting down that's harder. Mm. And I never understood that, you know. Yeah. I get what she means now. <laughs> it is. It's really strange. It's there. There is a shift in your energy level. There's a yeah. shift in. No matter how fit you are, I yeah. mean, I. Everybody, the the human body has its
1: limitations. Limitations, yeah, yeah.
0: and reach that sometimes by your certain ages, yeah, and. Um, Some people maybe can sidestep it. We have a friend that is maybe 83, 84. Mm -hmm. And he's still getting around like a (laughs) 60-year-old. And and to say a 60-year-old to you guys sounds like, shoot, that's old too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's all relative. Well, I feel like we also have to give you credit. I've seen your Speedo collection. You (laughs) are also incredibly fit. And you... Oh, you know, so
0: you're dying. <laughs> You keep
2: your workout regime going, which is awesome. Yeah. But I'm I'm curious. It's fish daily. Yes, I love the swims that you always get to. Um, do you feel a certain age, like on the inside? Do you feel like your spirit and your personality and your brain and everything is a certain age, or do you feel like it's kind of matured with you, or how do you think about that?
0: I I still think like a 19 year old. <laughs> I like pretty girls.
2: <laughs> well, good thing you have a hot wife, right? And, uh, exactly.
0: <laughs> and, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, I I just have a, I think a 19, I, hey, why should change? George Burns, yeah. I don't you know who that is. He was a legendary Hollywood actor. Okay. Uh, and back in the 50s, I guess, and 40s and 50s. And he lived to be over 100 Wow. And he always went to these Hollywood events, uh, the Oscars and the Emmys, everything, sure. right? But whenever he went, he had a young lady hanging on his arm. <laughs> and I do mean young. Yeah. Said, is that your granddaughter that's with you tonight? <laughs> 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 and uh, whatnot. But so they interviewed him on CNN or one of those stations. And they said, Mr. Burns, every time we see you, you have a young... Uh, escort with you and uh, <laughs> he said well I liked them when I was 19 and now that I'm at this interview he was 99 he said oh my I still do <laughs>
2: yeah oh my gosh <laughs> but
0: you know I would like to think I've gained more maturity than yeah. when I would was- yeah of course but mentally there are things that I'm just finding that I am having trouble doing now yeah for instance This past summer, we were on Kauai at Kalihi Mm -hmm. and I was swimming, and I had trouble getting out of the water. Yeah. Because just that kind of, you know, wave action back and forth, tried to stand up, and I wasn't as strong about it as I thought I was. Yeah. That was one revelation. Another one was we, Sydney and I usually swim Hanalei Bay, Mm -hmm. and I was winded. Yeah. believe it i thought well what's this about yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and that must
2: be frustrating like the kind of dissonance between what you think you can do and then what you can physically do and how that changes over time
0: yes you're right it can be frustrating and it was frustrating but i've come to terms with it and yeah it, you know
3: That's there
0: good. is this passage yeah that we have uh And certain phases we go through. It's like when you're a teenager, you get pimples. (laughs) I'm not out of that phase yet. I'm waiting to get out of that phase. But but, I mean, that seems No, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And and so that's a phase that we go through. But then when we get to be sectarians or octogenarians and beyond, there's other phases because what's the next phase of life? A lot of the junk mail I get now are for cremation, Mm. burial sites, funeral plans. Jeez. I mean, I mean, you know, like when Sydney was a baby, we got things from Johnson and Johnson and Right, sure. Evan Flow and Yeah. Baby stuff, right? Yeah. But you now we're getting stuff like, yep, oh, yep, next phase. Yeah. Open up the pearly gates. <laughs> <Good question. laughs>
1: I have a question about that. Because now that you you know you're on this next at or this next phase and you're feeling like, yeah. At this point likely like most of your life is in the past and not in the future um how are you wanting to spend your time or is the way that you're spending your time like has that shifted now that you feel like maybe time's a little more limited for you
0: uh i feel like i need to uh consolidate my time hmm. and co-opt it in the sense that there's no time to waste. Yeah. One, and number two, I want to travel, uh, and especially travel while I'm still capable of walking around and getting around easily. Uh, I, I hope that in my eighties and nineties and beyond, if I'm so fortunate, uh, even if I'm so fortunate, just till tomorrow, be able to walk, and stand up straight and take care of myself. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's part of that mystery part mm-hmm. of that quote that you gave. And I would have to say that uh, I I see the next few years for your mother and myself to do more travel. I mean, we have him right now kind of on the table uh, three or four more trips planned. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's awesome. That we want to do, uh, and uh, and if I'm lucky enough to do, say, five years from now, ten years from now, uh, come visit you in Hawaii. <laughs> do yeah. that you know so i really want to spend my time doing things that i really want to do travel more
3: mm-hmm.
0: and the other sad thing about time is most of my friends have died
3: yeah.
0: there's only you know three or so that are left that mm-hmm. you know are people that i consider lifelong friends mm-hmm. and uh so uh, being able to you know see them and um, w- would be something I'd want to spend time doing. I don't have much family outside of um, you, Dawson, James, and Brad, mm-hmm. and their children. For
1: our listeners, those are all my brothers. <laughs> so all of Jimmy's offspring.
0: Yes. So, but no, I feel like I've I've been living a good life. I've I'm still living a good life, and I intend to make every day a good life so that when it's all said and done on this plane, I can look at it and continue on through the next plane. I mean, someone asked uh, Ram Dass, uh, I think it was Ram Das or the Dalai Lama one, what happens when you die? Mm. And they, their answer was nothing the person said well where do you go and he said nowhere you're still here you know you're still here and so I I plan to keep doing what I'm doing yeah you know rather I've transitioned from the physical to the spiritual you know
1: Mm -hmm. so does dying like excite you a little then or like does it freak Uh, you out like what's your take on death
0: there's a part of me that looks at it through the eyes of curiosity mm. like, what is it what's mm. it going to be like you know yeah. and you know everyone i think has in their mind some idea of that whether it's their own idea or one that's been implanted through what we believe in <laughs> cultures sure. okay and um I, I, there's a part that i d- look toward uh toward finding out so, yeah you know hey this is really interesting and uh whatnot yeah and i've had enough experiences that make me believe yeah that's we are still here because i've had those that i know have crossed over that have come back here or or ours did not come back they never left yeah they're still here yeah so uh it is interesting
2: because i think it's like The death is maybe the only thing that everyone is guaranteed to experience, but nobody knows what it's like until it happens. And I feel like I I think about death, too, in the way of once you pass, don't you want to just turn around and be like, guys, it's like this. Like, it's so funny to think about, like, as soon as you've gone, you'll know whatever happens, whether it's nothing, whether it's something, whatever you believe in, whatever it is, you're going to know at some point. And it's so interesting that like, we can't communicate that back and it will always remain a mystery. Yeah, but but yeah, yeah. And I kind of agree with you on the curiosity point, Jimmy, of I think I think a lot of us fear dying more than we fear actual death um, and the process and the pain and like the physical kind of fear and pain of that. Um, but I'm, I'm curious in kind of like a, Hypothetical question. If you could know exactly like when you were going to pass away, would you want to know? Like whether we asked you when you were 20 or 60 or 75, do you think at any point in your life you would have wanted to know or do you want to know or no?
0: This isn't the first time uh, that I've had that question posed. And I think it's a good question to ask, a very good question. Um, I don't know if I would want to know or not if if it would and and the next thought is, why should it change the way I live? Why don't yeah. I live as if I know now?
2: yeah, That's
0: and um i when I look back, there was a time that I think boy i I must have had nine lives. It sounds like. <laughs> but uh, there I've had about nine lives and I keep thinking why I have just really been so fortunate to have escaped dying to, so that I could still be here. I -hmm. feel like some reason I'm still here. And have uh, you
2: had any um, near death encounters? Sounds like you have.
0: Yeah, I I have.
3: Oh my goodness.
0: And so when you say, would I want to know when, well, when I think about the, the the major encounter I had, I don't know that I would have wanted to known about that. Mm. I'll tell you why. Because when it happened, I was at the best part in my life at that time that I'd ever been. I mean, it was like my life was perf- rolling, greased, in the gears, perfect manner. Mm-hmm. And if I had have known it, hey, that day is the day you die. Maybe, mm. <laughs> you know, cause it, it, the maybe turned into I'm still here. Yeah, right. But technically uh, I could have died that day. Wow. And, we wouldn't. I wouldn't be having this conversation. As as I say, I'm technically 16 years old. <laughs> really, that was 16 years ago. Wow. And um, so, I would not have wanted to have known then. Mm-hmm. So now, I don't know that I want to know now, mm-hmm. because if you did know, would it might change the way you live? Right. Not necessarily for the better. I mean, right. you might. I better not go over here. Like there's a story about. Um, uh, I I'll just try to briefly tell you, uh, this uh, man that lived in a village in India uh, was scheduled to die, and the angel of death was going to visit him, and he knew it. Mm-hmm. And so he saw the angel of death in town, and he said, "I got to get out of here." He
1: don't come for me. He
0: he. Packed his bags and left and went to the next town Mm -hmm. to the next town. And uh, he rented a hotel room. He went in to his hotel room. Sitting in the chair was the angel of death Oh. and said, Hey, you can't run from me. Yeah. When it's your time, it's your time. So I I don't know. I I don't think I would want to know.
2: I don't think I'd want to know either.
0: Yeah. Me neither. Yeah.
1: I worry so much about the future as it is. If I knew like, and this is what it's (laughs) the, Yeah, no.
0: And uh, I'll put it this way. Rather than worry about buying, how about living? There we go. There we go.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, and I want to go back to that where it's the now. Everything Mm -hmm. happening now is what's important. Mm -hmm. Not what yesterday and not tomorrow either, really.
1: So kind of along those lines. Do you have any regrets about how you've spent your time?
0: No, because I've fortunately uh mistakes and I've made a few, just one. <laughs> 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 just <kidding. laughs> no, but I've I've made my share of mistakes, okay? But I think I've learned something from them and I've not repeated them. I've you know, took me a while to learn it. like I say, twenty eight was my point of awareness and becoming conscious.
1: You know it's really interesting twenty eight is my golden number. twenty eight is also his golden number. And that's interesting that twenty eight is when you feel like you became alive because I just turned twenty eight and I'm in my twenty eight cycle. So I think that's just an interesting mm-hmm. parallel there.
0: And when's your birthday october twenty eighth And when's my birthday?
1: july twenty eighth?
0: Oh my gosh.
3: 28's
2: our-
0: 28 yeah. is the year. Yes. Yeah,
2: My yeah. birthday is on the seventh, but I don't really remember much from being seven. Maybe but if- I th- I am excited for 28 because 28 for me is coming up in a few months. And if you guys are any indication, 28 is going to be pretty sweet. 28 where yeah. it's at. Yes. So-
1: at least so far. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it's funny, Jimmy, that you said that because one of my questions for you was going to be if you could go back to any age, what would it be? but you already had it dialed in 28,
3: 28.
2: And I'm, I'm wondering too, have you ever, I mean, you seem like you have a great ability to remain present and you have this great perspective of how to treat the past, how to treat the future and how to be at peace with both and just kind of stay present. But have you ever felt at different points in your life where you struggled to stay present? And what do you do when you feel like that? And how did you get back to that?
0: Whoa, that's really a good question. I'm <laughs> pretty impressed with a of questioning. Uh, yes, I have struggled with that. Uh, where I have a goal and I'm so focused on it, I'm thinking about that end result of that goal.
1: Mm, this is interesting. Okay. Keep
0: going. And, you know, with goal setting, you know, you have the immediate goal that you want to achieve. And then you have a uh, mid goal, a media a medium goal rather, and then a long range goal. And I would get so focused on that. And I work mostly in sales of some sort or another. And so every month was for me, there was a goal. You know, it's like, oh, this month I want to make this much money. I so therefore I have to do this many sales calls and on and on and on and on. And so I would get so focused on that. And that does become depressing, because you're living in the future. And when I worked in the radio business, um, I would design promotion programs for the radio station. And so I had to think a year ahead. So even though here it was November, I'm already starting to think about July the 4th, Labor Day, all these different kind of promotions that I can go out and, you know, turn into um events for different retail businesses and entertainment. And so that really was kind of always depressing. And it got to the point for me that when the actual holiday came, like when Christmas came, I already lived it a year ago. And yeah. it just was like, oh I can't stand another Christmas carrot. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. And yeah. so So to overcome that, well, one, I don't have that job anymore. Good, good. But I loved it. I mean, of all the things I did, that was probably my most passionate. Um, But I would read a self-help book. Mm. If whenever I got in that stage where I felt I was in a slump or, you know, my inertia just wasn't there, I would read a self-help book. Mm that would help uh get me out of that yeah swim or swim yeah that's good
2: yeah good hobbies you
1: meditate
0: yes yeah yeah swimming for me is not just exercise Mm. it's also a real strong period of meditation because it's so Mm anti-gravitational you know you I can feel like I can shed my physical self, and it's only my that part of me that I can't touch. I mm-hmm. can't you know, do anything like that with. It doesn't have any shape, doesn't have any color, doesn't have any taste. It's that part of me that's in the ether. And mm-hmm. with what I think is with all of us. Mm-hmm and that's where we're connected i think all of us are connected and it's energy it's Mm -hmm. just vibration of energy that Mm -hmm. we're sending these ideas and vibes and unfortunately there's positive energy or fortunately there's positive energy and unfortunately there's negative energy Mm -hmm. and that's my question why do we have to have both because uh, i know for electricity you have to have uh positive and negative, mm-hmm. and then for the atom, there's what neurons and protons and and all that, and something like so that have both <laughs> have the composition. Mm-hmm. but why do we have to have both? Because even in the world, there's good and there's bad, but which one gets fed the most? Mm.
2: Probably
0: the bad so I read I a positive it book Depends
1: yeah. on your perspective, yeah.
0: yeah. That's why I'm why I'm saying mm-hmm. I, I wanna feed the good part. So yeah. I read a positive book. Right. You yeah. You know. You know, that helps me kind of look at myself differently, uh, in a sense of that I might not be looking at. Sometimes we yeah. get too into our own head. Yeah. It's like right. the
3: television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and, to get pulled out. Yeah.
0: And then another thing, I haven't done this so much since Sydney and Dawson, but uh when I would get into that stage of where it felt a little depressing Mm -hmm. Well, and uh, do volunteer something, Hmm. go volunteer to clean up the beach or go volunteer to work in the hospital and mop up blood and vomit (laughs) from patients. You you know, I mean, you know, just kind of got to get out of your own head. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That makes sense.
0: Yeah.
1: How do you find that you stay present, Chloe? Hmm.
2: I I like the same idea of kind of doing something that's not about you. Like, I think sometimes when I am struggling to stay present, it's I'm thinking about my own past and my own future. Like, I'm not worried about other people's (laughs) past or futures. And so to stay present in my physical body, like doing something like that where you're exercising or you're moving or you're working and you have to focus on something else whether that's focusing on helping someone else focusing on a physical task or labor of some sort but I think that's usually how I do I try to shut down technology too Um, and talking about like feeding the negative I think especially with the pandemic and news cycles and addiction to technology and all that stuff I find myself kind of like doom scrolling you know looking at all the news articles or looking on Instagram at all these horrific things happening and it's just feeding that negative kind of anxious part of you and you're not present like you're not seeing where you are and, and I know there's a a strategy that some people use um, I think it's usually when you're having like a panic attack or something and you need to be more present of and I'm I'm not going to do this exactly right but it's like five things you can see And four things you can touch and three things you can smell and, you know, one thing, whatever, using your different senses um, to try to just tap into like, where are you right now? Mm -hmm. Um, I think getting outside always helps me like being barefoot, laying down in the grass. Um, Don't touch your phone, you know, read a book like you're saying or something that just forces you to be where your feet are and really feel it and really just kind of sit with it Um, there's the airplane (laughs) you guys live over a lovely flight path Um, but yeah I think it's a lot similar to what you're saying Jimmy of just trying to either do something um, for somebody else that gets you out of yourself or really try to engage with your physical environment and just try to bring yourself back into your body
1: I think breath work is really interesting too. Hmm. My therapist always says the only difference between excitement and anxiety is the breath. Hmm. And I think that's really profound Hmm. and pretty true.
3: That's interesting.
2: Is it like, if you're anxious, you're like holding it in and like being tight about it. And if you're excited, you let it out or
3: yeah you and breathe i think it in like and out.
1: noticing your breath and like being yeah. conscious and aware of your breath too mm-hmm. like i think if you're anxious you're not tapping into your body you're not necessarily mm-hmm. like dropping in and noticing these things yeah um, and like probably like the frequencies they both operate are pretty similar you know yeah. like yeah. this wrapped up thing in both yeah. cases so
2: hmm. i think it's true like sometimes our bodies know better than our brains and our brains like spiral out of control and we don't know what's going on and we panic and you get like physical response from that but I think the self-soothing of breathing of lay down of like give yourself a hug like have a little like pressure therapy Um I'm I mean you guys know this but I'm working with kids here in Australia and teaching them how to just like calm your body down, like take a deep breath, you know, giving them some pressure on their chest, kind of letting them come back into their body. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of those strategies can be used in adult bodies too. Um, Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask you too, sorry, to try to segue a little bit back to kind of the topic of time. um, And in speaking about children, Jimmy, how did it, your perception of time change when you then had children and saw them start to experience time and you know they're going through all those baby milestones and again back to that idea of every year of their life is a huge chunk of their life when they're little did that affect the way that you experience time as well
0: it's, yes um when you look through the eyes of children mm-hmm. uh, for instance the they were really excited for Christmas, <laughs> and seemed like it would never come. When's yeah. it going to be? When's it going to be? And it's like slow it down. It's coming too fast. Yeah, from a point of view. And uh, so there's that. And then looking at the milestones of the years. Well, they're going to preschool now. They're going to kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Graduating from elementary school. Graduating from middle school. Graduating from high school, graduating from college. And now looking at where they are, young adults, it's really sneaked up on me. Mm-hmm. I am I when uh I think it was last year at some point when Dawson first moved up to San Francisco.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh Dawn was at work and mm-hmm. I was home by myself and I'm walking through the house and there's no Sydney in her room. There's no <laughs> Dawson in his room. Yeah. And I'm thinking, they're gone. Mm. We don't have kids anymore. You're an empty nester. It was really sad. Yeah. Uh, I felt like, oh, and, well, then I kind of compensated. Uh, well, Dawson will be home for the holidays. <laughs> and so we, but, you know, after COVID, and sydney left i realized then she's never moving back in yeah probably never moved back in home you know yeah. and you know uh unless she, i mean if she wants to the door's always open <laughs> that's the other, the thing but you I know appreciate
1: the door being open yeah. and I continue to visit i don't need to live with you
0: <laughs> yeah well <laughs> and and, and as it should be i mean you know yeah you know fly very young you know Mm -hmm. and uh and i pretty much left home at a very young age and i didn't have the option of a nest to fly back to in case my got broken yeah you know know? and so i certainly want to make sure that you have that safety net that if things don't work out you always got a place to come back to there's Mm -hmm. some reassurance in that i think that you know if you don't have can be unnerving. Well, I know because it was me. I lived on the streets for a little while in Honolulu. Wow!
2: And
0: uh, I didn't like it. Right?
2: <laughs> I wouldn't imagine you did. <laughs> it,
0: it, it, in some ways, it was fun. I must admit, mm-hmm. I met people I probably would never have met. True. Okay. But uh, and learned a lot about street life that I never mm. knew. Okay. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to do it again. Yeah. I don't recommend it for anybody. And the people that are living houseless now, I I my heart kind of bleeds for them because yeah. it's a tough life. Yeah. And I was doing this in Honolulu where nighttime even it doesn't get too cold. Right. right. So I can't imagine here how yeah. or New York or somewhere like that. Yeah. So um yeah, with with children it does change.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you see this progression and now, when I filter back, here's the memory part. Mm-hmm. These are all down just memories. Yeah. Everything happened from day one with Sydney. I mean, I can remember clearly seeing the top of her head coming out <laughs> the birth canal. Yeah. I mean, I can clearly see that. Yeah. And look here. And 28 years later, and I think. Oh, where did those years ago? Mm-hmm. but there were a lot of things in there there was ballet birthday parties yeah. church events. you know there's all these events
3: mm-hmm. and they're all
0: just memories now yeah and i'm like i can't grab them and put them in a scrapbook i've got yeah pictures.
3: i have yeah. pictures
0: but the picture is not the event yeah right yeah okay and it's like sydney was saying uh or no you said uh that uh you were when you were seven, but you can't really remember yeah that. Mm-hmm. okay well, those memories that you have of seven are they you ones you remember or ones you were told right right it, because that's kind of the thing is i I have the memories that I remember, but when I think of my childhood and when I was maybe four or five years old. Mm-hmm think about some of those things do i remember that or do i remember somebody telling the
2: story
1: them? right, right. always me up to yeah. be like is this actually so, yeah
0: it so that's that thing again about space and time mm-hmm. and memory And it's not like something like you can't grab a hold of this memory yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. i got this memory i'm keeping it you know mm-hmm. but it's it's out there in the universe
3: yeah yeah
0: and you can pull it back if you Desire, mm-hmm. you know? but uh, speaking of all this time and and space and death and that kind <laughs> of thing, there's a movie called Heart and Souls. Mm. It's a really good movie. I really recommend it. It gives a real, I think, uh, heartwarming perspective on dying. Mm and what life is like, but yet it's, it's a little bit of a comedy. Hmm. And uh, Robert Downey Jr. is in it. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, Charles Roden and I forget some of the other characters <laughs> there. It's, it's really a movie worth watching, you know? That's awesome. Yeah.
2: You're full of the recommendations. I love it. Yeah, books.
1: Movies.
2: <laughs> oh. I think it was interesting too what you said to me about, kind of the milestones and kind of using those as almost like timekeeping mechanisms of, Oh, they, you know, started walking, they go to preschool, they go to whatever. And I feel like that was a weird thing to experience as somebody who can coming out of school um, and coming out of college when I was about 22 um, and going into a job, you know, starting my career. And I no longer had those milestones of, Oh, it's fall quarter. Oh, it's Christmas break. It's winter quarter. And, you know, now it's summer and it's off. And then I was just working and you just work all longer. the time and it's, just, you don't have that time to check in. And I think that's another thing that helps stay or helps me feel present is celebrating those milestones. Um, mm-hmm. And it, and it's Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to you guys in America we Thank celebrated thanksgiving in australia yesterday because speaking of time i'm living in the future because i'm in a different time zone right, a whole day i'm a whole day in the future um but i think those kind of markers help to keep track of time um but i've also found it interesting being now in the southern hemisphere and it's november it's thanksgiving but it's springtime and we're going into summer And it's a very weird, bizarre kind of like it doesn't feel, quote unquote, like November normally feels. So my concept of time, even thinking about the 12 month calendar is warped. Um, And I wanted to ask you this other question because I saw like a TikTok video about it. But do you envision like your life or the 12 month calendar in like a physical diagram in your brain? Like when you think of January to December, you think of the 12 months, is there like a a shape to it or a diagram to it? Or how do you think about that? Do you have like a vision of it, of time in your brain?
0: I have not thought about that. Before. <laughs> And and that's why I'm pausing, because I'm just surveying what do I think about that. Yeah. I I do a lot of visualization. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And I think about... uh, I guess it would be in the future, but for mm-hmm. instance, when we were planning to move to where we live now, mm-hmm. this house, mm-hmm. I had this thought in my mind, and this was like a year before the house was even completed mm-hmm. being, of my sitting in the room that's behind where we have the computer right now ah. and having the shades kind of cracked open and the sunlight coming streaming through those shades mm-hmm. and the light on the carpet. Wow. And I still have that image in my mind. So I kind of see things in blocks mm. of, uh, of of events mm. or like moments somewhere in a place. For mm-hmm. instance, uh, th- there are places in the world i want to go to mm-hmm. and i'm already there mm. i've kind of placed my i see myself there already yeah. Yeah. and uh, i've already gone there and talked with the people there and thanked them for their hospitality and welcoming me to their land or country or wherever mm-hmm. it is and so i i think that's how i see things and yeah. i mean even like for right now just like for today i'm thinking about okay we're gonna have thanksgiving dinner maybe around 5 30 and i kind of <laughs> think in my mind what yeah that's going to be like. mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. uh
1: manifestation is really strong with yeah people. i was gonna
2: say i see where sydney gets her aptitude for manifestation from
1: <laughs> i think that's interesting too because when i i think the piece of having like milestones is so big and like mm-hmm. right now there's The concept of time is so interesting to me because like I'm in this graduate program and there's part of me that like just wants to soak up every second of it like the community that I have is amazing and being around these like brilliant minds that are all like inquiring and we have access to so much knowledge and just like trying to absorb everything like there's some moments where I'm like this is just like such a special time in my life and I just want to like Hit a pause button and revel in it and soak it all in. And then I have other days where I'm like, fuck this. I'm so over this. Like I also have like (laughs) such a clear idea of what I want my life to be like once I finish grad school and like where I want to live and how I want to practice. And like I have Again, I think I'm also very visual and I have such a clear picture of like what I want that to be. And then I have other times where I'm like, I'm over this and like, I'm just ready to start my life. And like this picture, like I'm ready to start yeah. and make it happen, and like I'm done and over it. And so it's this like really strange dichotomy of being like, I just like love this moment in my life and want to mm-hmm. like pause it and soak it up. And then there's other moments where I'm like, all right, where's the fast forward button mm-hmm. versus the pause button. Um, it's so interesting to me how that works and same thing like there's like Mm. life moments that I haven't even experienced yet but I can Mm. see so clearly of like how I hope they will be how I want them to be and like I'm so looking forward to them um it's interesting
0: can I just quickly add yeah when you were saying uh about that the other component to that seeing that picture
3: Mm -hmm.
0: is feeling it yeah is is not just the kind of the visual part of it but how does that make you feel totally? You know, it's like, I love this feeling, you know, there's no place I'd rather be right now than where I am right here, right now. And feeling the way I'm feeling, this is just perfect. You know, I mean, you know, it's like,
1: moments you want to just bottle up and capture forever. And,
0: and so whenever I have those looks at whether it's the past, the present or the future, couple it with how you feel about it with the feeling
3: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, for me so what i'm learning to do is to move away from the negative mm. because you know in all of this and i think all of us have this the positive and the negative of the thoughts okay but uh the go-to is always to the negative that seems mm-hmm. to be the people mm-hmm. it's you like know? what yeah. can go yeah what how is this not precisely yeah you know and so i'm really learning to steer away from that because it used to be i'd be like oh i hope the plane doesn't crash <laughs> <laughs> but, you know uh, i hope that when we get there the hotel's ready you know yeah you know, you know it's a beautiful flight the room's ready let's have a good time yeah you know you know but the the go-to because we're in human bodies and human brains i I don't think our spiritual essence seeks that Hmm. but i think that our human essence yeah 50 50 positive 50 -50 negative okay and you have to choose which one you want to be on let's feed this positively mm-hmm.
2: yeah and i think it comes from like a defense mechanism ultimately which is interesting why you say it's your physical body and your human existence that craves that because i think it it's rooted in fear and it's rooted in just wanting to be safe and wanting to have your outcome be predictable and favorable and that fear comes in of like oh well this could go wrong and this could go wrong and that could go wrong and sometimes that's helpful to understand the risks and things especially when you're doing big planning and stuff but we do have such a tendency to just cling to that and it is nice to to flip it and just trust that you'll figure it out it'll be okay like you'll work it out one way or the other things may not go as planned but kind of letting go of responsibility for the future because you can't control it and like i had a coach that used to say control the controllables which is very much about staying present of like there are things you cannot control don't worry about it it's not your job it's not your responsibility what's under your control manage that otherwise like you're along for the ride and you're gonna figure it out
0: great
1: advice
3: Mm -hmm. Chloe
2: I also think there is a piece too where it's like you
1: sometimes can create like these roadblocks for yourself if you're like Mm -hmm. imagining worst case scenario like thoughts are just thoughts but you then put energy into thoughts and then those mm-hmm. thoughts are real like yeah. anything that ever exists in the world started in a thought form mm-hmm. and so it's like why not see everything going perfectly the way yeah. you envision if you think about it happening one way then it might turn out that way yeah. and like because i'm like what about this and he'll be like just picture it and see it the way you want it to be and it'll yeah. happen
2: yeah
1: it's interesting because i've had like a few things here recently where i've just like manifested them and they've come to fruition like so insanely fast and it's like oh okay yeah there is a lot of power and you know your thoughts become yeah
2: real yeah because it's your attention too and it's what you're paying attention to and what you're looking out for and sometimes yeah if you're if you're focused on something negative there might be a really cool opportunity that comes along but you're blindsided by this negative focus and so yeah i think when you pay attention you put that energy however you want to think about it when you focus on the good things you're just more aware of them it's like when your friend drives a red car and then all of a sudden you see red cars all over the town like those energy flows boom there it is
1: there it is (laughs) yes Sydney (laughs) um do you have any final thoughts. Reflect- I have another I have
2: another question for you, Jimmy. And yeah, it is kind of a, a reflective thought. Um, but if you could go back to your 28-year-old self or to a younger version of yourself, or in general to us, either way, what would you say to him or to them? What advice would you give in regards to time and a life well spent?
0: You said it earlier was that If we just trust in the process, Mm. it'll all work out. Mm. Well, I admire that you and Sydney, at your young ages are already incorporating that concept. I would go back and change and have more of that.
3: Mm. I
0: try to control it. Mm. What your coach said, uh, control the things that you can control, but don't worry about the things you can't. I want to control all of it. Yeah, you know, I want you know make sure that this happens. So I got to do that. Yeah. I got to do, you know, and so uh, I, I would say you know trust more in the process, and just and and think of a positive outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The best positive outcome. It all works out, you know, and. Uh, it sounds like to me, you are already uh, living with that template. You know, I mean, look at you. you, you been <laughs> Maui,
3: you're
0: on Maui, in Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. in Australia, and I don't know where else you might have been. Who knows? <laughs> you might be going to Timbuktu, Brian. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, <laughs> you are allowing the process to unfold and not... You know, you know, halting it. So it sounds like you're on the right track. You know, it's. Well, thank you. That's what all this is. It's a journey. Yeah. It's not yeah. necessarily that we're trying to get to this destination. It's where are we along the way, mm-hmm. and we're allowing it to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I didn't start seeing that until I did that journey on Kauai Yeah. Yeah. It just amazed me the things that happened i mean yeah. it's like every day some miraculous thing would happen yeah and, uh, um, th- that oh i i couldn't have made that happen
3: yeah yeah
0: rolled up under my feet you know That's so
3: awesome.
0: you know yeah it's been it's been good i'm mean, glad to get a chance to talk with you and yeah with questions uh you or you know i don't want to dominate um, your program no
2: no absolutely not I love it I love it I do have one more question and then I was thinking because it's Thanksgiving we could wrap it up and we could all talk about what we're thankful for and what we're grateful for to wrap it up with a little bit of gratitude Um, but I do have one more question um, yeah and now I'm not thinking of my question I just had a question I swear What was my last? Oh, okay. I got it. I got it. Sorry. I almost lost it for a second. Um, this is a corny, very cheesy question, but what do you think now being 75? What do you think the meaning of life is? What's the purpose of life? In your perspective, we're ending on a big one.
0: I'll tell you, I've been kind of around the world on this one in many ways. And maybe there is no meaning.
3: Mm.
0: You know, maybe it just Hot is. Yeah. We're here. It is. And it we is. are. And that's it what exist. I
3: like you know? that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, because I've grappled with uh, all kind of things mm-hmm. about meaning. And uh, the best the thing I and I kind of go by feelings Mm -hmm. everything is you know I try not to be as cerebral Mm
3: -hmm.
0: in my thought uh, with thoughts because thought thinking is cerebral I am so
1: his kid can you (laughs) you, 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 like (laughs) like,
0: yes go by what my heart and my feelings are Mm -hmm. where that is and something just tells me that it's there doesn't have to be a meaning. Yeah. it just and 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 it's like it's like that question, when did time begin? When will time end? It didn't begin, and it won't end.
3: Mm.
0: And wh- wh- where did I come from, and where am I going? I didn't come from anywhere, and I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I'm here,
3: yeah,
0: I'm here now,
2: yeah,
0: and I just want to find ways to enjoy being here now and to have this feeling that I feel right now that's just fulfilling yeah cont- yeah not like uh, you know like because uh, some people have every material thing and they still I want something else but <laughs> I don't know
3: what it is.
0: you know yeah you know it's like i've got everything
3: yeah
2: and that's very freeing to be like it doesn't have to mean anything just enjoy the present enjoy your life while you have it don't worry about it It is what it is. It is, and we are. I love it. It is, and we are. That's it. Beautiful. Ah, amazing. Okay, so let's round it out. Jimmy, do you want to go first? What are you thankful for? What are you grateful for?
0: I'm thankful for this day. I mean, that's the first thing I say when I get up. I'm thankful for this day. And, uh, you know, I. I mean, I can go down the list. I'm thankful for the sunrise. I'm thankful for the sunset. I'm thankful for the family. I'm thankful for the genuine, loving, kind, beautiful children in my life. Uh, I'm thankful for all the people in my life. And um, I'm thankful for where I live. Uh, I mean, that's... I can just kind of go down a list of just everything, everything that exists around me, within me, and about me. I'm just thankful for it. Um, Thankful for my health. Uh, Without that, where are you? I mean, I've had enough of being in the bed after surgery (laughs) and not feeling like I can do anything. So... The health is very, very important. Um, thankful for my peace of mind, you know, having uh, a free mind, a free clearance. I mean, I'm not worried that, you know, uh, there's people that are out there after me. I mean, I can't <laughs> have people that have that are hiding from someone, you know, that, you know, I just that would be awful. You know, uh, that's a terrible feeling. I mean, I just feel free. I'm thankful for my freedom. Yeah. Thankful for the... Yay. Thankful for the being. Yeah. I don't know how we're supposed to follow that.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't know. I struggle with Thanksgiving and, like, hopefully our listeners don't cancel me. But, like, similarly, I try to, like, really practice gratitude every day because each day is a gift. And I like the sentiment of Thanksgiving of really like taking some time to reflect and acknowledge what you're grateful for. But I think I try to do that as a daily practice Mm -hmm. and very similar. Like I'm thankful. I have a roof over my head and food in my belly. And I'm so incredibly grateful for all the souls that are in my life. Like I have a really amazing community of people near and far and I'm so insanely grateful for all of them and getting to share in life experiences and make memories with them. I feel very rich in life. Like I think I have a very full, rich life in terms of love. Um, yeah, I'm thankful for sunsets and sunrises and yeah, I live a very charmed life and i'm so grateful for it you know and i think again it's like it's not the monetary things that make life rich it's the people and the love and the feelings and the energy i very much resonate with all of that um also i mean for our listeners you don't know my dad or i but like i think we're like one in the same we're so similar pretty much in every facet so yeah i Agree with all of that. It's kind of a cop out answer, but <laughs> it's true, and it's how I
3: feel.
0: Well, that's because Sydney's first five years of her life, she, her, and I really bonded, and um,
1: the first five years were my brother was not alive yet, so I was like the only
0: <laughs> And we used to go. We do our daily thing was uh, well on Tuesdays was to do the laundry. And while we were doing the laundry, the laundry house was next to the pool. We'd go swim. Aww. So we started swimming when Sydney was just a couple years old, actually. and uh, then, as she got older and I had to go on sales calls, Sydney would go with me. So I had a briefcase and and a three year old in this. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> And so she, you know, and I spend the, the whole day together so that Dawn could sleep because Dawn worked at night. And then at night, Dawn's w- my mom for the listeners. Yes. When uh, Dawn went to work and Sydney and I were there together and watching uh, Disney movies or reading oh. bits.
1: Stand awake because that's what I do.
0: And, yes, <laughs> she's a night owl. Yeah. So I'm thankful for those memories right there. Mm
2: -hmm. That's so precious. What are you thankful for, Chloe? Uh, I don't know how to follow the Davis duo over here. Um, You guys crushed it. I very similarly, I'm just very thankful for the opportunity to experience life and just to experience my own personal life and to be able to feel free, kind of like you're saying, to experience all kinds of different things, have a lot of opportunity. And I'm also thankful to not know what's ahead and to just be along for the ride and to see how it goes. Um and I think I can be excited for that because of like you're saying, Sid, the family and friends and community that I have. Um more specifically, I'm super thankful for my host family. Um, Here in Australia, we had a Thanksgiving together last night. Um, And also, like you said, Sid, we talked about how Thanksgiving is not a very redeeming holiday in terms of most Americans' eyes. It's a pretty horrid past. Um, And its preview is when everyone gets hammered at the bars on Wednesday. And it's followed by Black Friday when everyone empties their pockets and
3: just (laughs)
2: leaps into capitalism. So it's not a great... Uh, practicing holiday, I like the daily gratitude practice as well. Um, but I'm really thankful for them and and for this experience. And I'm also very thankful for my family back at home. Um, I miss them very much, and I am looking forward to seeing them um, just in about a month. But also, yeah. I'm so grateful to you, Jimmy. One for birthing one of my best friends in the world, and for bringing her into this world, to this physical being, so that she can be a part of my life as well. Um, and I'm so thankful to you for joining and having this conversation with us I feel like I've learned so much from you um, and I hope to see you soon too next time I'm in Santa Barbara I
0: look forward to it you should uh come visit when you're yeah back in uh Goleta.
2: would love to would love to
1: I also want to add I'm thankful for this podcast and for yeah the avenue for you and I to connect, but also to have like really awesome people on and connect yeah. and learn things that I maybe didn't necessarily know. It's just been like such a fun thing to do,
2: especially with you. And, and we're I- now international podcasts. I know.
1: <laughs> we're continental over. Here. <laughs> yeah, we are. So international. Um yeah. Hopefully we can surf soon.
2: Yes, we will. We will. Yeah. Should we- any final words, Jimmy?
0: Uh, just enjoy your life. Uh, make every moment the perfect moment and you'll have a perfect life. What would you say? It is and we are? It is and we are. It Love is
1: that. and we are. So yes. bliss- Here and now. Here and now. <laughs> blessings and blessings, beautiful beings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Wait, Should We Record This? Bye. Bye.